From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, Jr. in a story published late Saturday on WISPolitics.com, Governor Tony Evers is asking for more than $800 million to address the COVID-19 pandemic. The sweeping bill would also halt enforcement of voter ID, ban evictions, and prevent the layoffs of school employees during a public health emergency. But Republican legislative leaders indicated in a letter that the current general fund balance can't support the proposal. So is this going anywhere? No, and, and let's, you know, break it into two pieces. One, there's the, you know, roughly $800 million that I counted in the bill, uh, up to around $800 million that the governor wants to spend on various things. Uh, lawmakers said that the general fund couldn't afford that. Uh, it's just too expensive. Also, there's a key piece in there that the Department of Health Services would get basically a unlimited amount of money to spend. It's called a sum sufficient appropriation that, they can spend whatever it has to to deal with a public health emergency. It's a sweeping bill, quite lengthy in the number of proposals that are in there, but this is the reflection of the work the Evers folks have been doing about how to how to respond to this going forward. There are also provisions such as suspending or sorry, eliminating there's a one week delay between when you can file when you file for unemployment right now and when you start collecting a check. That would go into the bill. So there's a lot of stuff in there that I just don't get the impression from the reaction from Republicans that they're very happy about what's in there right now. Republican leaders also urged the Evers administration to move quickly to use the state's share of an estimated $2.3 billion in federal relief coming to Wisconsin to buy needed equipment, such as ventilators and masks. Sounds like there was some back and forth on that. Is the governor going to move quickly? There was apparently some kind of dispute about whether he needed uh, approval from the legislature to move ahead with some of the spending. Um, now it looks like the governor has that authority. They're going to go ahead and do that. In one of their letters, uh, their letter that they released on Saturday, uh, the Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, Senate Leader Scott Fitzgerald, basically urged the governor to act quickly, saying they were delaying. Um, the Evers folks fired back with an email from Maggie Gao, the governor's chief of staff, basically accusing Republicans of trying to score political points rather than working together in this emergency. Uh, it just kind of goes to show that even though they are talking more than they were before this pandemic, they still are not on the same page in a lot of ways, and there's still not a whole lot of trust or a good relationship between the Democratic governor and Republican lawmakers. Another big event, several groups have filed lawsuits trying to get Governor Evers to move Wisconsin's presidential primary, state Supreme Court race, and other spring elections from next Tuesday, April 7th, to weeks or months later. The city of Green Bay argued in its suit that public polling places on Election Day could pose a health threat and expose more people to the coronavirus. But a federal judge dismissed the suit late Friday, ruling that the city lacks the standing to sue the state. So what happens now? What about the other filings? So we have three other federal lawsuits, uh, one other state lawsuit now. Um, The three federal lawsuits, a judge late Saturday issued an order consolidating those three lawsuits into one. So those are all live. And then we have the state Supreme Court. We have, uh, they were asked on Friday by the Republican state, state Republican Party to step in and issue some orders because the clerks in Dane and Milwaukee counties had basically advised people, if you are confined um, due to illness with the 
coronavirus, you can check this box that you are uh, confined. It allows you to get an absentee ballot without sending first a copy of your photo or your voter ID, uh, photo ID to the state. Um, so they are asked the Supreme Court to step in and say, no, that's not correct. They also want a declaration that Governor Evers doesn't have the power to basically change election laws, which is executive orders. So that was filed Friday. We expect a response, I believe, by one o'clock on Monday. So, you know, it, it's a lot of court stuff going on. And what really I'm drawing from this when talking to people is that there is so much going on with these court cases. There's a lot of confusion for voters, I'm sure. And if the Supreme Court race ends up being very close, you can see a scenario in which the losing candidate files a lawsuit saying this election was not conducted properly and the results weren't valid. I don't know if it'll be successful, but you can see already see grounds for a lawsuit if this is a tight race for Supreme Court. Governor Ever is a Democrat, and Republican leaders in the state legislature both seem to want to hold the election on April 7th. What are their reasons for not wanting to postpone the election? Well, what the governor said over and over again is that you know, it's not just about the presidential primary. It's not just about the state Supreme Court race. There are also all these local offices that are up on April 7th. And if you don't fill those offices, his argument is, you end up, because there's a really narrow window between the April 7th election and when the current office holders' terms end, you have a scenario where the, um, the incumbent, wouldn't his or her term would end and you wouldn't have a replacement or you know, that incumbent reelected. So it's not just about those those big races for Supreme Court and the presidential primary. It's about all these local offices and leaving local governments without leadership in a time of an emergency. He doesn't want to do that. Now, um, I'm not sure there have been various arguments about whether that could be addressed via court order, but that's part of the reasoning for keeping it on April 7th right now. Evers expressed an interest Friday afternoon in having an all-absentee election, but said it was up to the legislature to make such a move. What are the chances of Republicans approving that? Uh, Zilch, uh, Senator Julia Scott Fitzgerald called that a fantasy. Um, other Republicans have also knocked the proposal because basically what Evers was asking is the 11 days out from election to have lawmakers convene, pass a law, have it go into effect, and then have absentee ballots mailed to registered voters in the span of 11 days. That's just not, it's not likely, uh, that, that, that time window would be very, very difficult to achieve. No, I mean, if in theory, if they you know convened on Friday and acted and it was in place by Monday, it'd be a different story. But the reality of getting those guys together just wasn't going to happen at all. By the way, the Senate is still working on ways to try and meet um, virtually, you know, uh, and not have to be in the same room together. They haven't worked out the bugs on that, so it's not really clear when the legislature will even be prepared to meet, just because logistics of what's happening with COVID nineteen, if they want to be in the same room with each other. If in-person Election Day voting is held, what are Governor Evers' plans to keep everyone safe? Well, you know, they've talked about trying to deliver more hand sanitizer to to polling sites. You know, uh, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss last week talked about how the ingenuity of clerks at various communities taking steps to try and keep people safe. But that is the one of the kind of core arguments against having in-person voting April 7th is just how do you keep people safe? Uh, these lawsuits state that Several communities have had people drop out um, and not want to work the polls because they're obviously afraid of what uh, of contracting the coronavirus, or, uh, their health, all those kinds of things. So it's it's an open question about how safe this election will be. But barring a court order, it looks like we're going forward with it. Now, what's also interesting is we've had several communities 
that have said, hey, we're not going to do X. You know, like we're not going to offer in-person absentee voting right now because we can't do it safely. Well, that's not what the state law says. So again, go back to my earlier point, whoever loses that Supreme Court race, if this election is conducted under current rules, um, you can make an argument that there's going to be a challenge uh, to the, that those results because of how this election was conducted in light of what's happening with Corona-19, coronavirus, sorry, ah, COVID-19, sorry. Might there be some kind of safer alternative to the traditional going to the polls, such as statewide drive-up voting, which is what they're doing now in Milwaukee? Well, you know, that, that would require some kind of directive from the state, a change in state law or an order from the Elections Commission saying, you must do this. I don't know that that's possible in the span that we have between now and April 7th. Remember, we're talking, we're barely a week away from the election. Uh, so how to get that done is, is a logistic hurdle. So yeah, there are other options, but it might require a court order to change some of these things. And I, I hate to predict what a court's going to do uh, in light of what's going on. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.